welcome to the Feminine Mistake Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Nicole. Is Audrey Hepburn the original manic pixie dream girl? And why Italian prisons are terrifying on today's Lady Bits. Oh, you men are all alike. Seven or eight quick ones and you're off with the boys to boast and brag. You better keep your mouth shut. Yeah, that sounds dangerous. Um... It does. So, Sarah, you've been... Well, it sounds like all of you guys have been to these places that mm-hmm. they go to. Yeah. Yeah. Coliseum. They go to the Coliseum next, and I literally <gasps> wrote down, me, oh, or- man, if I could have smoked in the Coliseum. Do oh. they, like... Do they do a so long... You can't smoke in the Coliseum anymore. No. Do they do a long pan shot of the Coliseum, inside of the Coliseum to be, like, to show audiences, like... This is what the Coliseum looks yes. like, or was Did it they? Well, probably? Yeah, it was like a. I don't think people okay, in the 1950s traveled to Italy. So it was like, often. look, we're on location. But I'll be Sorry, real, like the Coliseum looks exactly the same as it yeah. did in that. But now there are cats there. Almost so all, it's fucking amazing. Almost is what you're all saying. of the ruins in Rome are now cat sanctuaries because there's there are yes. so many homeless cats. There's in a Rome. fucking there's a amazing. hospital that is a cat hospital. Like it's not yeah. for what? cats, but it's a hospital full of cats. It's it's really great. Like Rome is really good about taking care of the abandoned cats in Rome, and like they okay, do this that. makes up a little bit so, like, for the their Colosseum, weird dress code. They they and also it like takes care of the rodent problem too. Yeah. Like in those places, so like the place where Julia Caesar was killed in Rome and the Colosseum, they both have like cat sanctuaries where they just allow cats. So to roam please free tell me that the places. are the because cats some of the roads are too narrow for it. Right, like they can't get, get in there to take care of things, and like it's such a big space, but like. The cats take care of the rodent problems and all the cats are named after famous romans right, yes. right they are mm-hmm. yes you have julius mm-hmm. caesar but you have guys a Gippoli of <laughs> you have Nick a mark de medici yeah, yeah. but they, they have to have cat in there or kitty or something yeah. in there so. oh well yes kitty kitty. de medici julius exactly you have feline felicity Jul- <laughs> <laughs> and you have felicity day <laughs> but Amazing. the cat hospital is an indoor outdoor hospital it's like you walk through like all these like tents and it like oh. there are like nuns in like the old fashioned like flying nuns. taking care of cats. No, not taking care of oh, the cats. Okay. Are just there are there. cats there. Oh, okay. It's a hu- hu- human hospital. Oh, but they allow cats in the it's hospital. It's very similar to New York, you know, where like you go into a bodega and if they don't have a bodega cat, you should be worried. Yeah. And it's like it's one of those things like they should have a cat. I thought you meant it was like a hospital for cats. It's a human hospital. No, it's a human full hospital. Of cats. Where there's, yeah. So I was picturing nuns. Administering IVs to cats and shit. That would like be amazing. Hundreds of cats <laughs> getting shows. getting. But isn't that cool of- though that you go to the hospital and in your room there's like a cat? Yeah. This is amazing because they can see if death is approaching and scare death off. It is true. Yeah, yeah they can scare them off. Yeah. I've heard of that. Okay, so um, she takes the Vespa on a joyride and almost yeah, kills a bunch of people. Yeah, she accidentally gets on it and she's just like, well, I'm on it, it I can do it. Well, she gets on it and I think it accidentally starts for yeah. sure. I think she's like playing with the handles and she's like, what does this button do? Whoa! Whoa, I'm you crazy. Yeah. And apparently she destroys half of Rome. And Joe yeah. like, j- jump, jumps on the back. Also, I will just say like this scene is incredibly unrealistic yeah. for Rome like because there's no differentiation between sidewalk and street no. in Rome. No. And... There is no side of the road. It's just like every man for himself on the road, for sure. Is Audrey Hepburn <clears throat> the original Manic Pixie Dream Girl? Yes. Yes. So, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of feel like Mary in Pickford this movie, yes. is. In, I was thinking Mary Pickford. Yeah. Oh. She was okay. in the 19 teens, right? Yeah. yeah. She was like the first okay. big movie. Yeah. She was silent, too. So she had to do everything through 
crazy expressions. Yeah. I like that you just demonstrated. Like, I wish you would do that all the time. It's like a dream girl is as old as. I, I, you know, any archetype there well, is. Every time we watch stuff, I'm like, oh, yeah. like we'll see da- Diane Keaton and Annie Hall, for example. And I'm like, oh, this is the original Manic Pixie Dream Girl. But then I was watching this and I was like, no, oh, nope, she's no, like, it's nope, this. She, she is. Yeah. I, I, like I mean, I, she's even got the literal, like the pixie, the pixie haircut. haircut. Yep. I bet that this is a, an archetype as old as the rest of them. Men are like, I want a girl who's kind of wacky and changes my life. And the only, like, the only pause I would give that is. It is basically through her perspective, whereas usually the manic pixie dream girl, I feel like it's from the man's perspective. I guess that's yeah, true. But you're this right. Still is She's from always a man's an object. It is. You're right. It, is it from kind his of perspective, is. But supposedly, it's her story. It's but, suppo- it's, yeah. but it's not. written by a man. It's directed yeah. by a man. It, Which, not to say that you can't ever have a man writing from a woman's perspective, but this one is not. No. But totally no, I would definitely agree that the movie starts from her perspective. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like we ever get inside of her head in the way that we do when she's taken off her shoe. You know, like we never get that in her head again. Like that's from the time that we that he meets her, we switch from her POV to his. Really? I mean, I I think that we're on the outside at that point, looking at her as like an object. That's true. So. I think she's a prototype for the Manic Pixie Dream Girl. Yeah. Because I also feel like the Manic Pixie Dream Girl comes along and tries to save the guy. Yes. In yes. some way. Or Not he thinks, always. Or he thinks that she's going to solve his problems or like he's but projecting she, all, so if, much on if him. We're saying she that does. Jess, if we're saying that Jess on New Girl, you know, like Zoe Deschanel is the Manic Pixie Dream Girl, which uh, she is used as the biggest example of the Manic Pixie Dream I think Girl. She's the best example, though. I actually no, think but Jess she's does a subversion. Try to fix that character. I think she's a subversion of the. Ma- I think Jess <sighs> is a subversion of the Manic Pixie Dream Girl. I would argue that um, the other character that she played in Five Hundred Days of Summer is. I can't the, even. I can't even make it through that movie. So I agree with you. I uh, can't that watch that movie, the whole movie. Fucking hate it. We've talked about this before. It. How much I, I so. fucking hate that. I don't movie. think I've ever watched it all the way through. I hated um, it so I mean, much. I know, I know this is not what we're talking about, but I don't know how the Jess and New, New, New Girl is a subversion of Manic Pip, Pixie Dream Because Girl. I think Jess is an actual person, and I think that all the jokes about her. I think the joke is. I'm a manic pixie drinkle, but it's the, she's in on the joke. I That's think, why I think it's a subversion I because I feel I, like she's I disagree, in on the joke. And I'm not saying that I don't like the show. I still I like watch show, it every but time. She's not a real person, but she's not a real person. And I do think that she has moments of clarity where it's like, I'm a real girl right now. And then it's like back to the, but I mean like the joke is, yeah, but just because you make that, a that j- we're all joke in about on the it, joke, but it doesn't mean it goes away. It, it, it's like, it's like, you it's can't like, ho 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 I'm a black person too I don't think yeah. Jess I don't think Jess the character is in on the joke uh, but I do think Zoe Deschanel is but I yeah. don't think that Jess the character is uh, in on the joke yeah okay. well, and that's the problem right. that I that's have fair. with it is that's I don't fair. think Jess sees the the problem in her yeah. character yeah I just think that like a character like her in 500 days of summer is like the idealized like she's kind of complicated and a little unhinged and she comes in and creates a tornado in your life and changes you and makes you a better man. Like that's what yeah. the manic pixie dream girl is. Yeah, yeah you're right. And I She's think played that mo- on new girl. That is a joke. It's not something that's taken seriously. I don't seriously. think it was meant to be. And that's the problem it's, that I have with it. it is. Is I don't think it was meant to be. Joke, I think feminists still, applied that joke to it. But she's still, 
I thought from the very the, beginning it was like that. But from she the first still episode. behaves the way Manic Pixie Dream Girl does, like completely. Like she doesn't like make the joke and then step back and be and act a different way. Like she yeah. is that char- character through and through. Like she doesn't ever have a moment where she like goes like, "Oh, I'm a Manic Pixie Dream Girl." Well, but I mean, uh, that would be dumb if she said like said it like that. Like yeah, that but would just because a show is that would po- be po- so pointing old. out she still is that char- character like that character still all right is, well anyway right. back to this to movie disagree on this but one. but this movie is that though i yeah. feel like where oh, it's like sure oh, yeah. like he she he leaves the movie as a better man because of this because of her because of this and because thing. she changes him and well, she shows I, him a different I reality disagree. than is his i think that she leaves like it's we're led to believe that she leaves about a, a better person for being out in the world let's her get to this at the, the most trans like the most change yeah, but her. Like, I think he does too. Let's get to let's, this. At yeah, the we'll, end wait, of we'll this wait. That, we'll wait that. We'll then. But, but yeah. But um, at this point, she's still side saddle on a moped. Mm-hmm. She gets through. She's driving like crazy. She gets pulled over. And then we have the silent scene at the police station. Yeah, where yeah. she's like, "I'm sorry, I'm a ditzy white girl," and he's like, "We're married." He's like, "Don't worry, I'm a white man with an ID. We'll get out of yeah, this." Yeah, I'm a white man with an ID, and this is my wife. Privilege, like you have, like, and yeah. they walk out laughing, yeah. and they mm-hmm. have to be like, "Shh, don't look too happy." Well, and like, that's the thing is, like, I he tells her yeah. the the police that that's my wife, right? Yeah. In the be in in that, and then we've just gotten married. It's like what I got from the scene, and like with my limited knowledge of what's going on here. But I was also just like, Italians love a good wedding. Yeah. You know, that's what you tell someone, like. You know, we just got married and they're like, Ugh. you know, well, they're just like, arm, yes, everybody comes out there and like, you know, weddings are a big deal. Like when I was when I was there, there were women who walked through the streets of Rome and the bottoms of their wedding dress were black because they were going to all of the different sites. And literally they would walk down the street and traffic would stop. People would get out of their cars. Pedestrians would stop and they would just clap yeah. as the bride and groom and the wedding party just walked down the street. And it was just, it was very common and it happened all throughout Rome. It happened all throughout Florence. Wow. And it was just like, you see a bride and a groom out there in their wedding dress and you stop because it's a, it's a celebration. The whole town is there to celebrate. Oh. The whole world okay. celebrates your union, you know? Oh, and like, cool. that's, it's a very Italian thing, and yeah. I feel like it still is they to give, this day. They'll give you a salami. Exactly. They'll hand you salami, bread, well, well, salt, you know, no, wine, no, 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 all of the no, things you need for your house. The man comes up, a man comes up and kisses her full on the lips. Yeah. 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 I thought, the Gre- no, Gregory Peck got a peck on the cheek, and then, mm-hmm. and then and his friend got a kiss. He looked at the beard. He was like, I'm not sure. He's like, I'm not sure if that beard is real or not. Yeah, I'm not gonna kiss that. He's like, you know what? Handshake. Yeah, it's yeah. just, yeah. just yeah. your beard creeps that, me out. I don't know what's but going on. I don't on know. Like, I would need like half a day to recover from being kissed full on the lips by a complete stranger. Like, I'd be like, hold on, guys, can we like take a second? She just laughs and smiles. and I don't think ever well, a complete stranger has kissed me on the mouth. Nine, but like I've had someone who's like a relative stranger just like come up and like congratulate me by something or like greet me by like kissing me on the mouth. And I'm just like, no, Ugh. that has never happened to me. Yeah. And I would bite their fucking tongue. Yeah. No, well, it's not a tongue kiss. It's more of a like, hi, how are you well, doing? You know, it's, a, as quick, really it's as quick as a kiss on the cheek. I've had many drunk but days. Also just like, I don't know who I've kissed and who I haven't kissed. I've well, been, have you and I kissed Patrick? Probably if I've been drunk I've never had a stranger so kiss me on the mouth, but I would not respond well to it is what I'm saying. I've, I've had, had that happen. Friend, I've had friends kiss me full on the lips before. 
They're always gay male Again, friends. people you know, oh, though. Yes. Not like the guy whose meat cart you just ran over with your best yeah. For but me, though, like, kisses me. are just like, I, I've never felt like they were a weird thing. I've, ne- I've always kind of Look, felt like they were part of a greeting. And, like, I've never felt it weird to, like, kiss a friend. Yeah. Hello. You know, like, and Again, that's just sort of who I've always been. A friend. You know, but uh, no, I would never kiss a stranger. Yeah. But I've definitely had people who are like not strangers completely, but like people that I don't know very well, like acquaintances that have been like come up and kissed me, and I'm just like, well, okay. What, what I'm saying is that this. I'm I'm disturbed by my friends kissing me. So for a stranger to come up and full on kiss sorry, me, off, Sarah, I'm like, I'll never kiss you again. On the lips, it's it's fine. On the cheek, just uh, okay. I, on the nipple. I, is this fine may too. not be a good time to bring this up, but from now on, all of our podcast recordings will begin with. Open a mouth. three-way open, open, open mouth, mouth kiss. kiss. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna start Patrick, with like, making a funny expression. Nah, nah, what, what, nah, what, nah, what, nah, what are you thinking nah, right now? I'm well, like, wait, but that's only well, welcome to the mess. Anyway, so white people getting out of trouble with the police once again. Yeah, always. And you don't want to find yourself in an Italian court. Yeah, no. Just 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 ask Amanda Knox. Knox. You You don't don't want to. No. You don't want to do it. Before you know it, they'll be claiming that you're in league with Satan. Exactly. Like insane shit. They'll be giving you weird nicknames. That's why I did not study abroad in Italy. I'm so happy she's home. Amanda Knox, if you're listening to this, I'm so happy you're here I'm, and that you I'm are out sure of she is. that like, country. Like, oh, God. Yeah, no, that documentary on Netflix you, was chilling. Chilling. And like, she's chilling. It's so upsetting yeah, uh, no, to she watch was, what she went through. Yeah, that was um, fucking, that was fucked up. Amanda Knox, I feel for you. You could have been Amanda Knox. I could have, um, but I'm glad I'm not, yeah. and I'm glad she's home. Yeah, I agree. And exonerated because Definitely. I don't believe she did it. No, did she I get don't either. The second time, yeah. she did. Yeah. And and the U.S. was like, "We're taking her now." I, I followed crazy. it for a long time. Yeah. It was a witch hunt. It really was. It was a modern day witch hunt. I don't know who you guys okay, are. Okay, watch the no Amanda idea. Knox documentary on Amanda Knox Netflix. was an American woman who was studying abroad in Rome. Who was like 20 and years she was, old. She was 20 yeah. years old or something. She was staying with another British woman and the British woman was murdered one night. And so they claimed that Amanda Knox and her boyfriend committed the murder. And it was an it was a literal axe murder. Like he killed her with an axe. Like no, it, was, it was a knife actually. Oh, was it? it was I thought a, it was like an axe. Knife, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, either Ooh. way. They, we don't know. Well, actually, the guy, the guy who committed, who uh, admitted to the crime, yeah, so that, his DNA was like all over the place, including a poop that he took in the toilet mm. and didn't flush, right? And yeah, yeah, didn't flush just, like, it. Left, left a floater, there. left a floater yeah. on there. He's related to, but there was also sessions. like a bunch of issues, like the <laughs> the crime scene, like before the medical examiner got there because she was nude. They like covered the woman's up. body up. Mm-hmm. They like moved evidence. Mm-hmm. They like they had contaminated the crime scene. Like there wasn't a whole lot to go on, so they did accuse Amanda Knox, and she was in jail for what like five ten? years? Yeah, like long five time. years. Five oh years God. in an Italian prison. And she an learned Italian, Italian so that she could defend herself in court. She was an undergrad too. Yeah. Like she oh, was an undergrad student, and like it it's very hard. You should. Yeah. Watch the documentary on Netflix. She's a she's a very changed. Oh, person, the media I the media had a had a huge field day with huge, it. Huge. They it was like a because she was like young and she was didn't know this woman and like she didn't show any remorse. She was just kind of like a twenty year old. Well, woman she seems like, like I I don't know what's fucking happened. She seems really know? confused like, and upset. And but also, and they took her for a ride with that. 
they it was the literal witch hunt yeah it was like a witch hunt basically they claimed that she was a sadistic uh like satan worshiping sex crazed yeah they said that she was like a sex crazed person and like she and her boyfriend were like having sex parties and shit or something and really she was just like like, she just met an italian boyfriend and they were like smoking weed and having sex in his apartment it was like a normal yeah like normal shit normal shit It was terrible. terrible. Anyway, uh, side note, uh, back to the movie. But that, yes, that was, was a little sidebar. Yeah. Talking about paparazzi, though, I remember thinking at some point during this movie, and I think it was on the back of the moped where they were taking pictures. It was like this is kind of like a paparazzi story with a heart of gold. Yeah. Ooh. Like, and, oh and my made god. It that much more creepier. Yes, that makes it so much more creepier. It's like you had these news people, mm-hmm. and they're like pulling one over on her, and yeah, they took like pictures and kidnapped a royal princess. It's like TMZ it like totally yeah. tricked someone, you know? Oh. It was terrible. And that thought creeped oh me god. out even more. But because they tried to lead her into shit too. Yeah. Like they tried to like get her to do shit, like smoke a cigarette, and it was like they were trying to get pictures of her getting. Yeah, they were really trying to like look at this corruptible princess. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, corruptible princess, one of my favorite action figures. Um, oh my god! All right, so Patrick's just like I'm ready to listen to that episode. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, oh, so then they go to the wishing wall mm-hmm. or the wall of wishes, the yes. prayer wall or whatever it well, is. Yeah, I, I looked this up. It's called the wall of wishes. I've never been there. That's the one that I've never been there. That's because it's not there. Oh, it's not real anymore. Oh, okay. I actually more. wait I have something on my phone about this okay bring it up because I looked it up I was like is that a real place because I, I didn't like believe I it was a real place because I've never been it. there you know I okay. went to a wall. lot of places so I got this from se- there, this that. was the same thing on several sites but I just pulled up one here so let's see a lot of people will go on like a sort of Roman holiday esque tour where they try to hit the location yeah. and so that's what this person did okay the wall of wishes uh, took its form from part of an ancient Roman fortification located on the what is it? Sure, Policlinico. Okay. Anyway, so and that I've seen several websites that said that's where it was. In the first years after the war, a grateful Roman citizen installed plaques on the wall to commemorate good luck and dreams fulfilled. People continue to bring plaques to the wall as a token of remembrance, uh, entreaty, and thanks. Sadly, time has served to take these beautiful remem- remembrances away, and the plaques no longer exist on the wall. Mm. With only the holes indicative where they've been remaining. Oh, wow. Yeah, did um, you guys hear about how they took the, in Par- Paris, they yes. took the locks. Because yeah, it because was it was a safety no. hazard. It was like 20,000 tons on the It was yeah. so yeah. much weight. That, well, but they do that every couple of years uh, and they remove the bridge and they like take all the locks away uh, and like just get rid of them. Because like it weighs too much and it's a like a legitimate my, safety my hazard. My friend got boats engaged. Okay, no, listen to this. My friend... To, like for his engagement you know there everybody's mm-hmm. like what's your engagement story he like took his girlfriend to paris mm. and then proposed to her on on a hot air balloon oh my god like I, I you don't need stories. both of those things they also went to the wall the lock place yeah and left a where lock. they put the yeah. lock yeah so i guess their lock is gone now probably yeah because yeah, they removed panels of them there were like protests people tried to stop it and they were like hey guys like these could fall on boats they weigh like way too much to actually keep here your love is weighing us down your love is a weight stop loving people in this world and commemorating 
Thank you for joining us for today's Lady Bits. Hats and Heels Productions, that's Patrick Morgan, our special guest this month. That is his production company that he runs with Laura Myers, another former Feminine Mistake podcast guest. You may remember her from the True Beverly Hills episode from last season. They're still looking for monologues for their upcoming project called The Monologue Project. Um, Deadline for submissions is April 30th. Um, They are looking for monologues of all kinds uh, from all perspectives. Uh, uh, They're really just looking for your personal story that you feel like really needs to be told. Um, So uh, visit Hats and Heels at hatsandheelsproductions.com for more information about the monologue project. They're looking for writers. They're looking for actors. You can also find them on Facebook at Hats and Heels Productions. So uh, go and visit them, uh, submit your monologue, and um, make sure you get it in by April 30th. You can find Critical Crop Top's latest short, Dick Pick Professional, written and directed by Sarah Allison Hodges, on our Vimeo channel. So if you have not had a chance to uh, check out our latest short, please go and watch it, and it will make you laugh. Um, you can also find some of our other work there, such as uh, PYT's web show and 80s dating video remix. Uh, speaking of 80s dating video remix, uh, we will be playing at the Indie Grits Film Festival um, tomorrow, Thursday, April 20th. Uh, we'll be playing at 9 p.m. Uh, we are playing before a film called Your Ride is Here. So come and see us at the Indie Grits Film Festival. That's the Indie Grits Film Festival in Columbia. South Carolina on April 20th at 9 p.m. For tickets and more information, you can visit IndieGrits.com. We'd like to thank our fiscal sponsor, C4 Atlanta. Um, Thanks to C4 Atlanta, we are able to accept fully tax-deductible donations for our 2017 programming. So if you have been a fan of the podcast and you would like to donate um, some... Uh, a monetary donation uh, or a in-kind donation. We now have an Amazon wish list, which I will post a link to the Facebook page. So if you uh, like being the puppet master and you want to choose what film we do next, um, going to our Amazon wish list and uh, purchasing that film from our list and receiving a receipt for your tax deduction in return uh, would be one way um, to pick our next film. Or if you would like to uh, uh, make a monetary contribution, um, that would be great too. So if you uh, want to give us your support, please visit us at criticalcroptop.com. Click the donate tab and that will take you to all the pertinent information. We're also looking to partner with businesses. So if you are a local Atlanta business uh, looking to partner with our organization, um, we want to hear from you. So uh, please, again, visit us at criticalcroptop.com or you can email us at criticalcroptop at gmail.com. And thank you for coming back week after week, listening to this podcast and for your support. You can subscribe to this podcast, Feminine Mistake Podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher and on SoundCloud. Uh, and come back next week. We'll still be talking about Roman Holiday with special guest Patrick Morgan. And until then, if you've got a horrifying casting breakdown that's just the worst and you'd like to hear us read it on the show, you can send that or any other correspondence to Feminine Mistake Podcast at Gmail. Gmail.
www.thepodcastnetwork.com. Woo!